With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Call Besides the game, the job of fucking when you took it. Call Opera Super Flicken. Call Opera Super Flicken. What a crazy little song. That one ain't playing just yet, is it? Manzers.org ain't working very nice tonight. Good, good, is it? Well, let's see. Armageddon plan derailed the railroad train was to kill all the Jews and a lot of Wiggers too. He has a psycho and on Wigger brain. Martin had a wife, he loved all his lives. Poor grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying dog caught his eye, every dog lies, and putting dog and what in his grave. It was on any weekday night, when he's like that he's right, he pissed on damn kind claims. 
And the wiggers that play with the shout, them stupid fucking loud. That Pope Marty Don gets at what he aims. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. Well, God, kid, they are so brave. Destroy his eye, cut his eye. And fish shops are glides and puddings are that rot in his grave. It was on any weekday night. When the pastor is at home, talking to Christ's family tree. When along come dirty Jew, and a zogling wigger or two, making they's ass whooping necessary. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. For God, kid, they are so brave. This toy is all cut his eye. Ephesians, dog wise, and putting dog Babylon in his grave. Well, the ass clouds hold these breath. When they hear a pastor's death, they wonder why he don't fucking lie. It was dirty pisser possums and all the Satan's lanterns that want to take him down on the slide. Martin had a wife and loved all his life. For grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying God caught his eye. Passing off dog lines and putting dog Babylon in his grave. Greetings, Zogling, Wigger, and Master Ass Clowns across the food. That's Zog playing here in the open air, coast to coast, that house. We call Zog Babylon. Third and final, but this show is always the same. The lost found sheep of the house of Israel. You chose the seed of Israel's race. Ye who did hear Christ call. Greetings. Uh, let's see. Today is the 3rd of April, 2016. What? The movement turned number 324.0, about seven to 800 of them. By the way, we have somebody calling in, guess them, 37. Uh, I'll go ahead and see if there's anything intelligent here that I just simply need to listen to. So essentially, usually I do my monologue. Guest 37, who are you? What do you want? Yeah, this is Norman. Um, well, I'll let you get back to your monologue. I didn't want to uh, interrupt that. Um, but uh, I was just uh, calling. Had were, a... you, were you the Norman who was on this other show... And essentially, when was it? Was it uh, old Rich Uberos here? And you, you admit you had three nigger kids, right? <laughs> Me? Yeah. 
No, no. <laughs> okay, well, we, we you, I was listening Friday night. There was this guy who called in, and somebody brought up the fact that he had three nigger kids. You know, uh, one a grown nigglet, especially you know, over 18, and then what, two younger she nigglets here. So you're not you're not the one who's a uh, essentially a race mixer or nothing, right? <laughs> no, no. It might have been a prank call. It was uh, Rich Arubus' show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it could have just been a prank call. I don't know who it was, but uh, no. Okay. You don't uh, have you don't have three you don't have three nigger kids or two nigger kids or even one nigger kid. Yes or no? No, I don't. If I did, I'd throw them off a cliff. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I'm not not insisting you do you know something like that, bad, but. Pretty well, pretty well. My position is that, you know, I mean, if you've, if you've, uh, if your unruly pecker here is sort of strayed outside the permissible fields here, uh, and you end up having a bunch of strange fruit here, I'm not going to insist that you get rid of them, but you will have to if you want to pretend to be in, you know, in Christian identity. I mean. Pretty well. That's you know. That's just simply, you know. I mean, you you really messed up here. And a couple of years ago, we had this uh, we had this guy, and he uh, oh, he had a Phil. He had, he still has fourteen year old Filipino uh, Filipino uh, kid here, and uh, you know, I pretty well told him is that you know, I I, I like him, but on the other hand, uh, I can't I can't really be a I'm not going to be a party to essentially. You know, saying that what you did was right, you know, okay. And so, so I'm not insisting that, you know, I mean, you're not going to get rid of your 14-year-old uh, Filipino kid. And, yes, you have to pay child support. But essentially, you know, I don't even see why you bother hanging around because you know you know what Yahweh's law says. And essentially, that's a biggie. You know, that's a biggie. So, Anyway, uh, what, what did you want to talk about? I'll just I'll just go here and then meet you for the monologue then. Okay. All right. What, what if anything did you want to talk about, or did you? Oh, well, I figured I'd wait till after you did your monologue. It's your show. I want to let you start off and. Oh, okay. Work. Well, I usually do the monologue, and usually I am not at all ready for the show because I had my sister come by and. Uh, I was just simply going to talk about mainly current events, but some things about the movie here. So anyway, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and meet you, and then I'll go ahead and do the monologue. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, greetings, ugly. Well, you're a man's ass clowns. Blah 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 blah. You know what? You know what goes here. Uh. What happens? I got a lot of I got a lot of legal writing to do here. Uh, some of it is against the old sword nigger. The main the main one is against uh, essentially my brother and his girlfriend killed my mother. You know, with the connivance of the Newton County sheriffs and uh, the Newton County judges, particularly Kevin Lee Selby and Timothy Perigo, and with the assistance of another idiotic idiotic lawyer. And pretty well, I need to get out a appellate brief here. You know, now my appellate brief is going to be really simple. Here is that, you know, I mean, I don't believe that policemen are above the law. I don't believe that certainly not judges are above the law or lawyers are above the law, although they like believing that they are. So hey, 
uh, you know, I want the case to be tried. If it's not going to be tried, then, well, the good part about it is, is that sooner or later, sooner or later, you people will not be in power. It'll be time to round up you and your children and your entire family. And rather than, you know, having you work at the uh, Gertrude Stein lesbian, uh, you know, Democratic uh, work camp or the Franklin Delano Rosenfeld uh, death camp or something like that, well, hey, just simply, just simply treat your children. I mean, cut you know, your bloodline, but, you know, have them, if they are white or something like that, serve as little Daniels or Shadrachs, Meshachs, and those essentially use your entire family <laughs> like it's just simply a bunch of, well, animals whose genetics may be good, but whose mind, you know, is altogether evil because you chose evil. And pretty well, of course, uh, you know, everything that you and your family own is forfeited to the uh, new warlords, you know, new warlords see here. So anyway, I had a whole bunch of YouTube, you know, videos or something like that, and somebody said I need to do more videos or something like that. But anyway, you have in the you have in the bowel movement why you had this uh, last week. You had this big stink here where Wiggersville we lost who uh, beats his humps here got found guilty of what class A misdemeanor, uh, essentially beating one of his female employees. Who's a crazy bitch? Who's a crazy bitch who uh, worked at the National Alliance under Wiggersville? I mean, Wiggersville cannot get along with any of his employees. Because they figure out, you know, and, you know, pretty well I was looking over at VNN and this Randolph Dillaway was, you know, talking to Southern Poverty Law Center, as was Wiggerswill. So I was looking at that. Let me see, something else here, something else here. Uh, oh, 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 you have Andre the Nigger. You have Andre the Nigger. He is making a big deal about a tar named Weave who somehow found, found out a way to get into the computer networks of a number of these universities and print off, you know, essentially print off Nazi flyers. I don't know what the hell the, you know, the uh, good of that is. I mean, essentially you could get in trouble, and maybe we will get in trouble, and Andre the Nigger acts like it's the greatest thing to slice bread. I don't see why. I believe Andre the Nigger is a nigger. Four years ago he was an anti-racist activist who was getting some Filipinas, underage Filipinas jailbait, you know, coontang here. I mean, he's a nigger. I mean, what what the hell is the big deal about? So let me see. What's the rabbi think? He was talking about Marino Jews here, Converso Jews. Well, Fink should know about being a Converso Jew. You know, Converso Jews, he is one. And then let me see. What else? I pretty well want to talk about this last week or so, of uh, essentially lawlessness. You have this goofy bitch Hillary, from my gather, she should be indicted by the FBI. She should be. Here's Donald Trump, and Donald Trump essentially said quite, you know, quite logically, is that abortions do not occur, do not occur by uh, accident here. Why you know, this is not this is not at least not yet China to where they're rounding up women and forcing them to have abortions. I mean, essentially, yes, you can you can blame the doctor, the abortion you know, usually a Jew abortion doctor for doing the abortions, and yes, you should. But hey, 
you know, they, there wouldn't be any, there's no forced abortions here. For all practical purposes here. And, and second of all here is that mostly, mostly abortions are of niggers and beaners nowadays. You know, I mean, white, you know, white girls here, little college white girls who like to screw here. Well, hey, they, you know, they, there's not so many of them here, and probably they might end up having nigglets or beanerlets too here. I don't know. You know, my my stepdaughter was a big old welfare slut, and she was quite fertile, and she squeezed out quite a few children. You know, she took to mind the fact that I said, I'm, you know, I'm not going to raise no nigglet or any beanerlet here, and she, you know, she didn't start screwing niggers, you know, and beaners until after. You know, long after she, you know, she had her tubes tied, and you know, after they, you know, essentially bought and sold my grandchildren. You know, I mean, there's a market for white children, very much of a market for uh, what niggers and gooks and sticks and beaners and you know, mongrels or whatever. But in any case, uh, you know, here's Trump. He says, yes, women should be punished, and then he backtracked because, oh, he knew it would sound very bad here. Essentially, he had this hybrid nigger piece of shit. Chris Matthews, who ambushed him. I mean, it sort of serves you right, I guess, if you believe the union press here. But the union press is making a, you know, the prostitutes, whatever you want to call them, is making a big deal. Trump, Trump's going to lose in Wisconsin, and then it's going to be an open convention. And then, then, then you know, Lion Ted, Lion cheating Ted Cruz. They're not making a big deal about, uh, you know, him, you know, humping whores and campaign staffers and, uh, essentially paying off that skank uh, Carly Fiorella's $500,000 thing, which is unlawful. So, hey, essentially all there is is just lawlessness. So my sister came over here. We were talking about my brother, and she was worried about what happened. I said, well, I don't know. But you have nothing but lawlessness going on. Nobody knows what the hell's going to happen. And for me, lawlessness is not, is essentially a feeding bell. I was looking at, you know, I was looking at, except for the last 15 minutes here, my sister came over, and from my gather, you don't know which member of the cast of The Walking Dead, old, uh, old Negan here. He's a warlord. He's a warlord. He doesn't recognize any law other than himself here, and he is, well, he doesn't pretend to be a libertarian, or a Republican, or a Democrat, or a Constitution Party member. Essentially, you go against him, he will beat you to death with a baseball bat, which has a bunch of barbed wire around it. And so he goes ahead and beats to death a cast member because, you know, maybe the little gook boy, the little gook boy Glenn here, who uh, didn't get clawed to death by zombies here, so he could be well, beaten to death, you know, by a baseball bat wrapped with barbed wire. So, oh no, oh no. But folks, uh, that's that's what you're going to have in this country. I I tell people, and that's why I said in this, you know, uh, little video I, I made here and got around to putting up here. But hey, folks, you know, I remember in that house here, I said, I love zombie fish. Why do you like zombie fish? Well, because, hey, most of the critters running around here are just flesh-eating zombies here. They don't care for law. They don't care for order. They're just animals. They hate you. And you should understand as much. They hate you. Don't understand as much here. But, folks, 
after six seasons, six full seasons of The Walking Dead, it ain't it ain't the little you know clawing, biting zombies here with with a danger. It's essentially the remaining Uyghurs who have turned feral and who don't obey law, who understand is that, guess what? The law is whatever the warlord says it is. I mean, old Prick, he's a warlord. He's dealing with looters. He's dealing with people. You know, you don't see hardly any of them except for a few who are actually growing food or essentially conducting zombie sweeps, conducting zombie sweeps all across the former Zogland, essentially, putting these zombies down, conducting, I mean, essentially, uh, you know, having nothing other than, say, a leather overcoat and leggings, you know, held up to your butt duct tape here, you know, and with a machete or whatever here. You don't see any of them doing any of that here. Essentially, it's become to where you still end up having these snarling zombies. And folks, really, from my gather, most Uyghurs don't have much more brain power than the zombies do. That's why I like it. That's why I think it's a reality show. But folks, all this become here. You know, you have the governor. He was a lawless piece of shit. Now you have old Negan, and he is even a more competent piece of shit. A total psychotic. But folks, uh, really, was William the Conqueror any different? Was Joseph Stalin, you know, Joseph Stalin was far more efficient than old Negan or the governor. Mao Zedong, you go ahead and read some of the articles that he wrote in dealing with the Japanese, but most importantly, while dealing with the Japanese, he dealt with the nationalist Chinese under, you know, Chiang Kai-shek. And folks, he was, you know, he was, you know, pretty well, he knew his business. Folks, anybody who gets into politics sooner or later has what I call a Paul Pot moment. He realizes that the herd is sick. The herd is fucked up. The herd needs to be culled and culled severely. So then the question of it is, is whether it's an organized calling led by you, which seems so cruel, and it is, a directed culling, or whether it's just simply shit falling apart without rhyme or reason, and the herd is culled. Looks I sort of think in the times ahead, it's going to be both. A lot of the time, a lot of the time, it's going to be far more un, undirected. And it's going to be far more cruelly, cruel than the directed calling by a coming warlord who's going also like Chiang Kai-shek, not Chiang Kai-shek, uh, Mao Zedong, or Joseph Stalin. I don't believe Uyghurs deserve an Adolf Hitler to call them. 
And when I go ahead and talk about something just, you know, just so forthrightly, people view me as a maniac. But folks, just look at history. What do you think has happened to every mighty evil empire which destroys its founding stock? I was look at this here little beaner, uh, you know, faggot here named Justin Raimondo, I call Rear Mondo, uh, anti-war. He's pointing out is that these quote most of these quote French and Belgian quote Muslim terrorists are what second and third generation. Folks, you know, the Germans are beginning to find out. Is that guess what? These people, you know, I mean, these people may be good at goat raping and clitoris removal and rioting, but they ain't good at doing anything useful. And what I've heard, what I've heard is that, hey, 2016 will make 2008, the financial collapse 2008. Looked like a picnic in the park, but guess what? It was just a, it was just a year or so ago. A year or so ago, they were worried about the Greeks and how they would go go ahead and pay off the euros and whether they'd be kicked off. But now, say some of the Greeks are surrounded by all these critters just waiting to for a chance to come in. And folks, they could cure. They could cure the problem. Just simply take a machine gun, take a machine gun, or just a rifle, and gut shoot, gut shoot. Simply gut shoot by a dozen or so of them. They could end, they could end the Muslim terrorism. But 31, 31 uh, Brussels frogs get you know, get shot here. Just go ahead and you kill. You just go to that. You just go to that. Uh, oh, you should just go ahead and kill three, you know, three thousand a hundred of them. You know, just go ahead and shoot. Go ahead and shoot a hundred to one. And then just go ahead and wound the rest of them. Go ahead and level that Muslim bunker to the ground. And then feed the carcasses to the pigs. That would end that shit real quick. That would end that shit real quick. I point out with this arrow spring, which has been caused by Jew Israelis and uh, you know the CIA and all sorts of shit here. To where in the, in Egypt, you have eighty billion ragheads. And you only have food, really, for 45 to 50 million of them here, able. 80 million. You cut off the food, 30 million of them die. Probably more of them die when they're fighting for the food. You can end this shit anytime you want. And, folks, there is going to come an end to it. And it might be before the end of the year. The rumor is is that the big bank, the, the big bank which is the most apt to collapse is, of all things, Deutsche Bank, the central bank of Germany. Deutsche Bank means German bank. Because, folks, there's no interest being paid. 
I mean, essentially, there's just simply a whole bunch of electronic digits, not even paper, sitting in vaults here on loans that nobody's able to repay. Oh, what are we going to do? I don't know. When there's a panic, you know, by the way, the word, the word recession, it was a mean, it was a word to replace the previous word called depression. You know what the word depression used to mean? It used to be, it used to be to replace a word which was called a panic, a P-A-N-I-C, a bank panic. So then they called it depression. Then they called it a recession. They remember the, the Great Depression was caused by the Jews of the Federal Reserve in order to take the farms and the small businesses of white people. And then get them ready to go after the Germans and the Japanese. And we destroyed the Germans and we destroyed the Japanese. Now the people but we destroyed their regional powers. And then we ruled it for a little while, but guess what? Those banks and those, you know, those businesses and farms didn't come back. People were used to being told what to do. White men were being told what to do. To work for a boss, to get a paycheck. And then over the years, white people need to have jobs. Now, they didn't need to have jobs back when they had their own farms, back when they had their own small businesses. But folks, we're coming to an age when, guess what? 12,000 miles away, both Zog and China Zog don't have any don't have any means to send things 12,000 miles away. Oh, then what are we going to do? How are you going to run things here? I don't know. So folks, what we see is we see a crack up. We see the end of globalism. We see all the poison of globalism and globalism and Donald Trump. He is bitching about it. He's a businessman. He's able to read the spreadsheet. He's able to figure out, guess what? We can't go on this way. And guess what? I want to, you know, I want to go ahead and sort of stop these. But guess what? You have the corrupt, the Juden media. Oh, whining. By the way, by the way, I was reading, you know, for the movement here, you have the alt right, and you had Rams Paul. Bitching about Andre the Nigger, and quite correctly here. Andre the Nigger is a, well, a nigger and a piece of shit. And I've tried to tell people for the past 20 years that our bomb movement is not a hierarchy. It is rather just simply like a, you know, sort of like a jellyfish with a whole bunch of nose together where everybody knows each other, and we don't like each other. But you end up having information flow. And you have sort of semi-allies, you know, and sometimes they're on the outs with each other. 
But everybody looks at each other's blog or web page or web server to see what somebody's saying about each other. And we all know each other, and most of the time we do not like each other. And there is no, no organization, there is no overall mind running anything. This show is just yet another node. Try to tell what's going on, and you know, folks, most of our bowel movement is just simply wall-to-wall Jews and Mamsers and Zogbots and Tars and idiots and perverts and all sorts of critters. And we all don't like each other. So is there any organization here from the movement? Nope. Is there ever going to be any organization from the movement? Nope. Somewhere out there, somewhere out there, are a number of warlords. Sort of like sort of like the governor here. You know, in the book here why he sold the insurance or something like that. Old Negan, I have no idea what old Negan did. I doubt I doubt he was under military discipline. There's plenty of warlords out there. And what happens is there's a plenty of well, with your sheep, who will turn a little bit feral and learn to do the killing that is necessary for them to live. Really, folks, when you think of it, life is wonderful. Just make sure you don't weaken. Make sure you enjoy it. Make sure you fight with it. Make sure that you ride the tiger. And enjoy the ride. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take a break, and we will be back in a little bit. I know so we have quite a few people uh, here. Uh, I didn't really have anything prepared other than talk about well lawlessness and fluctuation in the movement. So anyway, we will be back in a few minutes. Hail victory.
set forth the empire, and then it was became a hereditary thing, just like a kingship does, just like a military dictatorship does. It went to his wife's son, my first husband. So guess what? Tiberius ruled it, and then it went to one of his, you know, one of his nephews. And then it went to what? You know, number of them, another one. And then it went to another relative of the family. And then it went to a new. You know, you had the year AD 69, the year four emperors, and it went to Vespasian. And it went to his dynasty. And by that time, there was no empire left. And you would have, you know, just like in ancient Israel, you would have a general or warlord who knew how to seize power and to keep it. He'd make a son, king or whatever, and then by the time his grandson got to it, why things were sort of screwed up. So screwed up. And then by then, why usually it would go to a new warlord. You could say Vespasian was the new warlord. It's like King Omri used to be the general who took over from a previous usurper. Folks, none of this stuff is new. The question is, the question is, what's going to happen to the empire? Well, guess what? There's nobody really minding the empire. You end up having a bunch of Jews here with crooked wiggers, and oh no, here comes Trump, and yes, he, he loves Jews, and he loves, you know, he's not really a racist here, but he's going to go ahead and kick over his flop trough. So what happens, we want to have slop, but we want to go ahead and talk about conservatism, and, you know, how it is really, a racket. And in there you have, quote, white nationalism, which is a racket. Criminals and Jews and Mongols and Zogbots. But you are looking for leadership in all the wrong places. Maybe maybe what you ought to do is sort of think for yourself. I don't think that, you know, very many of you are, you know, some of you might very well be a perfectly Oh, good. You know, most of you, I would say, who are listening, even though a lot of you are Tars, would probably be acceptable warlord over 10 other Tars. A whole lot fewer here would be over 100. Even fewer would be over 1,000. Now you have an eye for the big picture. Now I have, I have the advantage here is that, well, shoot. You know, I have a, I have a belief in Yahweh's law in the Bible. So I have a pretty good idea what's going to come about. Not exactly, but a damn idea. So anyway, let's go ahead and see. Let me go ahead and mute a few people, and we'll see who all is wanting to talk here. Well, I'll go ahead and mute guest number 37, and then I'll get to you, White and Narco Radio. Yes, 
Thank you, Guest 6. I really appreciate you. Guest 6, you're becoming a tard. Well, not becoming a tard. You always were a tard. All right. Okay. Cards will flood the chat. <laughs> oh, so you actually right. block the chat from time to time? Uh well the chat is blocked here. Uh it's to keep it's to keep out well, there's a particular nimbus retard. Uh he insists. He insists. He gets to call himself Marty Chomo. Now I told him that that is an objectionable name, not because I take it seriously, but uh, pretty well I really do not want to enable some Nimbus retard calling me Marty Chomo. So what I do is that uh, he is blocked here. And I, I went down and unlocked some names, and then guest number six uh, had to try to spam or troll or you know, not really troll, but essentially flood the chat realm of the stupid shit here. And so, guess what? Guess six is, well, he's pretty well tarred crowd. Now, he'll come back as another tard and be back to his, you know. I mean, you have some of these tars, they have four or five, you know, different accounts here. My particular account, I, I went and found out that it's really nothing personal to me. It's just that everybody who is with that particular cable company, uh, can't get on talk show either, okay? So, no, I have no idea who guest number six is. Uh, let so me what, go what ahead. What company is that? Huh? What I'm not really going to say. I'm not really going to say because <laughs> I have old nigger lips, you know, after my ass here, and I really don't want to listen to it. You know what I mean? Hey, am I coming through loud enough? You're coming through clear. Okay, all right. This is this is all you're you're talking to me on a beater phone, you know, through a beater phone. I have no idea what you're talking. From. You might be talking through on Skype. Uh, so anyway, what did you want to talk about? Guest number thirty-seven. Did you want to introduce yourself or, you know, anything oh, in particular? Well, uh, my name is Norman. Uh, something people should check out: blondesparrow.co. What's this? Um, just a site that basically celebrates blonde hair. It's one part of our genetics. But uh, okay. I was just uh, I was just calling tonight. I know your show is a little more relaxed, and I guess I was in the mood for some <laughs> amusement. <laughs> Which the well, uh, the I aim to I aim to please. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it gets rather tense, and we have. We have some Jewry Springer moments here, like, uh, oh, you know, I had a big old fight. You know, this is what, man. Hey, what, why do you think uh, people in the the movement are such cowards? And I, I include myself in that since I'm not out there, you know, destroying the Jews for what they're doing. Uh, well, I mean, I tried, to, I tried to explain. I tried to explain that really cowardice, I mean... What what good does it do you? I mean, what are you what are you going to charge? Are you going to charge a police station? I mean, it, it depends. Like somebody like say Dylan Stormroof here, 
uh, you know, the Jews will go ahead and whine and say he's a lone wolf. And I say, no, he's a lone tard. Uh, he had nigger friends. He goes ahead and reads something on the council, you know, conservatives about niggers raping white women. So he goes ahead and guns down a bunch of, well, a preacher nigger or two, but mainly a whole bunch of nigger females who ain't raping any white women. You know what I mean? Certainly not if they're 67 years old. So he's going ahead and he's gunning down. Now, granted, this was in a uh, church which was founded by a uh, wannabe slave revolter way back when. And, you know, pretty well the uh, good white people of Charleston burned it down and it didn't get built for another Oh, 50, 60 years until after the Civil War was lost. But, you know, and then you have someone on the other hand, like, let's say, Robert Lewis Deer, who essentially is, you know, pretty well a recluse. And what he does, he shoots four pigs and kills one at an abortion mill. He's 53 years old. Now, you know, did this guy have something, you know, this sort of plan far better than, say, a 21-year-old uh, Whigger tar? And the answer is yes. But I don't, I don't, I don't urge anybody to do anything. Uh, I just pretty well see what is going on. In many cases, I believe that Zog Babylon is, you know, like every empire, it's doomed. I was, I was telling, you know, this, this thing about the Roman. The Roman late Republic Civil Wars, which lasted, you, know, you can say it started in 133 B.C. when this reformer, you know, he was sort of like a Donald Trump. He tried to tell, you know, his fellow senators, and said, shoot, we need, to, we need to go ahead and make sure there are more Romans so that we will have more Roman farmers who are Roman soldiers who will man our legion so that we can go ahead and conquer the rest of the world. And we need to go ahead and take care of them. And uh, essentially they murdered him and his brother for his presumption in telling his own people, his own class, to stop stealing so much and essentially destroying the foundation for what would later on become, you know, the Roman Republic. So essentially the Roman Republic only had about another 102 years to go when essentially Octavian went ahead and put down the last of the other warlords, Mark Anthony. So since you had this Roman Civil War, which went in bits and starts here for about a hundred years. But the end result is that Rome didn't have a republic. It wasn't their corrupt senators who were running. Essentially, it was a, it was a military warlord, because that's what, you know, really, that's what Gaius Marius was. That's what Felix Sulla was. That's what Julius Caesar was. That's what Octa- Mark Anthony and Octavian were. They were warlords. And just like you know, just like every, just like every single one of them, they tried. You know, in the case of uh, Augustus here, he uh, he ended up having his uh, his wife's son. Succeed him, Tiberius. So you end up having warlords, and then you end up having the warlord tries to, you know, leave it to a son or nephew or whatever, and that's what happened. And it went on for a while, and then pretty well the family went out, of, you know, ran out of competent warlords, I guess. Here, and then you had another warlord like Vespasian, and then you had some sort of succession for a while, and it worked for a while. 
but for all the talk here, here is uh, here is Marcus Aurelius. He gives it to he ends up giving it to his idiot son Commodus, and that was the end of that particular empire. So then you end you end up having more essentially warlords. In the case of Constantine, his father was uh, the term emperor came from the uh, the word imperator. Okay. And essentially, an imperator was a successful general on the field. Well, what was an imperator? He was a warlord. That's where the term emperor comes from. So, for all purposes, you go ahead and look, is that really, except for a few bleeding decades, sometimes a century, like in the Roman Republic or the American Republic, what, four score and seven years ago? Well, guess what? It wasn't really set up as the overall republic till 13 years later. So a republic doesn't last very long. Generally, most of the most of the rulership has always been has always been warlords. I, I have a question for you. Sure. Okay. So are you familiar with uh, global geography? Somewhat, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what do you think it would take for someone to confuse a rainforest, a rainforest with uh, large trees and 150 inches of rain a year, with a tundra, an ice cold tundra with no trees? What, what do you think it would take for someone to confuse those two environments? Well, most of the people, most of the people. You know, I'm running for school board, and I, I point out and say, hey, most of the most of what you are taught is absolutely worthless. You know, worthless. Uh, that that's some of the you know more innocuous stuff. Most of what you're taught is altogether a lie. So yeah, there's there's idiots who would re, who would confuse, say, a rainforest and say Brazil, or even you know even what uh, you know Washington State. You know, it's more like a temperate rainforest with you know, essentially, say a Siberian tundra, which doesn't have any trees at all. Or if it does have trees, the trees are what about four, five, six inches tall here. You know, they're stunted willows. So yeah, there's a bunch of retarded so people. Still, you right? would you would put it to poor education, maybe low IQ. Well, I mean, for all purposes, not living, you know, not living in a not living in a rainforest or living in a tundra, a lot of what you're taught is really irrelevant to you, right? Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, does it really does it really matter here? I mean, I, it may the time here. I'm, you know, here I am, here I am, and. You know, they ring something up at, say, Walmart or any store here, and essentially I try to go ahead and dig out so that, you know, the change will be either even or I'll get a nickel back because I like collecting nickels. And here, here's the younger generation, and they got, they got a cash register telling them how much change to return. They're not able to count back the change. And in many cases, they're not even able to count how much change there is here, much less do it in their head. So, you know, I do think that people are, A, getting dumber, 
and I think they're far less well-educated. And most people are not given a legal education because guess what? If they had a good education, they might want to do something totally different than what they're told by, you know, the parasites and idiots who run things here. So, yeah, uh, you know, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that, uh, you know, you know, knowing what I know here, oh, you'd make a great history teacher. And says, no, I would, I'd probably last about a day as a history teacher for you know, telling me, telling the young little Wigger students here who haven't been totally Wiggerized, you know, the facts of life and how things are. So, yeah, I mean, you know, but, but on the other hand, you know, there are people who believe that way back, way back, you know, just because it's chiseled on a rock somewhere is that it was the truth here. And I point out is a critter like Ramses and, you know, the Hittite king who fought him, they both had totally different stories about what happened at the, you know, at the uh, Battle of Koresh, uh, Battle of Kadesh in 1279. And you can't believe what either Ramses or the Hittite king said any more than you can believe what some Jew uh, in the New York Times says about Donald Trump here. You know, that, that's, that's the thing about this movement. It has created, it has created a whole bunch of web pages and forums and blogs and the rest to where people, people actually read, you know, I mean, essentially they go for the news for what they like here. That's why, that's why in the case of alt-right here, you have this, you have this fighting between, say, Rams Paul and Andre the Nigger, uh, Angling here. I go every so often over to look at the Daily Spermer. You know, because some of it, you know, a lot of it is just totally freaking retarded, but some is, you know, hilarious, and some of it is spot on either by design or accident. So, you know, did, I rambled all over the place here. What, what did you want to say, though? Uh, well, did I answer your question or what? Yeah, yeah. I think uh I think uh someone who makes that mistake uh maybe is just suffering from a low IQ. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think Beavis might be waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, he might be and I'm gonna go ahead and unmute uh you know, I'm not quite sure. I, he's, he's part of the B and B crew and he he has a voice distorter and I don't know why. Uh, hell, I'll just go ahead and mute them now. Yeah, it's an improvement. The distorter is an improvement. <laughs> I called the, he called the daily stormer. I called the daily, I called the daily spermer here. I mean, I don't take Andre the nigger seriously. I mean, some of the stuff though is, is, is hilarious. You know, and Rams Paul is, you know, he's fussing and pissing and moaning. Because Andre the Nigger is so vulgar. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a nigger who, well, he's a nigger who four years ago was after some good pussy here. And he was an anti-racist tard. And he likes uh, Ethiopian, 13-year-old Ethiopian cone titties. I mean, shoot. Well, what the hell do you expect from Andre the Nigger, Eglin? What do you expect from, what do you expect from Mike the Delaney? I mean, 
you, you know, you don't go you don't go to their web pages in order to get morally uplifted, do you? And the answer is no, you don't. Here, I mean, it's just uh, whatever happened to that uh, late night radio president guy that really hated you? He totally managed. What happened to who? The the guy, uh, I think his name was was it Todd or uh, some Ooh. guy who he would call up and yell at you to shut down your show. <laughs> oh, you, you'll have Nimbus Tards. you have Nimbus Tards do that sometimes here. <laughs> I mean, you, you I was the self-proclaimed president of late night radio. <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Oh, I don't know. I have had I have had Kenwick man uh, impersonate. Uh, the gay japper, uh, George Takei, Mr. Sulu. I've had, oh, heck, I've, I, I just, you know, I, I've had a number of people who turned out to be, well, well you know, in the case of Russ Walker, he, he was a total tard, but hey, I mean, you know, it, it's fun here. You, you have all sorts of characters here. You have, uh, well, you know, you know, I used to I used to listen to old uh, Shane Davis, old Logan Hunter, aka Flipper Arms. I mean, old Logan believed. You know, Logan really believed a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? Okay, I mean that's fine. I mean, I you know, I pretty well I pretty well learned. You know, and this is this is what struck me as as a result of doing what seven hundred some shows. As a result, doing seven hundred some shows, why you learn to pretty well roll with the uh, roll with the punches here. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you learn to learn to say a number of things here. Well, uh, why the narco radio? I don't know what the heck it is, but he he really he really likes belching. Hey, there, Pastor. Hello. This is good, buddy. Thank thank. How are you doing? I'm doing well enough. I, you know, the show started later than usual because I had my sister sister visiting me. And pretty well, pretty well two days from now, it'll be three years since my brother killed my mother off. Yeah, I I thought maybe... uh, no dick here, like, paid you off to silence me since you weren't bringing me up. Like, uh, no dick paid Bill Rice to be able to call in over there at Midas Tight, so. Midas Tight? <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. maybe Midas Tight here. I often, in, in all my time here, in all my time, I have heard a bunch of so-called Characters with Midas right, and you know, you Christians are a bunch of pussies and all this here. And then they will whine like pussies that old Charlemagne, aka Carl the Saxon Killer, went ahead and slaughtered a whole bunch of Saxons uh, who insisted on worshiping their bell god, Urbacil, uh way back in what, 7, 775, 785, something like that here. And I point out is that Charlemagne was sort of a problematic Christian, but he became a Christian because the Pope wanted someone, a warlord, who would, well, essentially kill for the Pope here. So 
Blue Pope went and made him the what, Holy Roman Emperor. And it lasted about a thousand years. And so you'll have you'll have a whole bunch you'll have a whole bunch of retards who claim that might is right, and then what you point out is that some of these Christian kings and monarchs, why well, they believed that might was right too, and they killed a bunch of pagans and all of a sudden you ask them, Well, where 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 did your belief go about might being right? And the answer is, well, uh, they just want wine like pussies. Uh, they don't really believe. They don't really believe that might is right here. Might, might, might usually is you know is right, but in many cases, in many cases, uh, if everyone was a warlord, why well, I don't think you'd get much of anything done other than a lot of fighting. Hey, Beta. Beta. Are, are you there, Beta? Hey, Beta. Is, is no dick taking a shit? Beta. Beta. Are you there? Beta. Beta. They're there. They're there. And it sounds like you're connected by a string between two tin cans. No less. Does a tundra look like a tree, Beaver? Beaver. Yeah. Yeah. You must be uh, breaking up there by uh, go ahead and uh, wash them like Bill Rice does. You know, if you don't pay Bill Rice, he flushes you off of his show over at Might Is Tight. So, Might Is Tight. <laughs> yeah, you you got to give them some shuffles, otherwise you're not allowed to call in over there. So why would anybody? Why would anybody give any money to some to some tard on talks to you? Well, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I told you I was over at Bill Rice's apartment, and he would uh, answer the door. He just wanted to pass notes back and forth underneath the doorway. So I kind of got bored and tired of that and had to get moving on. So I got back to my pickup truck and went over to Radio Queer Wolf guy over there, Dion, and had some drinks with him, had a little party. That was pretty cool. Okay. Hey, Beavis. Why aren't you on anyone else's show, Beavis? Beavis. Why why did everybody kick out the show, Beavis? Beavis. Oh, no. He seems to to be choking on... uh, Don's black dick over there is what it sounds like. So, uh, oh no. <laughs> what? Beta. One off there. Beta. Did you give the Gettysburg address, Beavis? Was that you? Beta. I heard you were the great communicator, Beavis. Was that you? 
may have uh, Forrest Gump's schlong in there, too. I don't know. Sounds pretty uh, fucked up. But Do you live in Nook, Davis? Davis. Do they have trees in Greenland? Davis. Davis, I'm coming back Greenland, Davis. You climbing trees up there? Yeah, you guys were talking about, like, locations, and I've been looking into, uh, you know, a lot about uh, Western Greenland because, you know, there's a lot of tax-free property, which, you know, I was telling you about before, but i got to tell you about it every show. Uh, but but since, you know, I've been, uh, no dicks brought up Alaska, I've been kind of looking into that because, you know, if you pull out any map, like, they close down the highways during the winter, but I think that's just so, uh, you know, you just drive the speed limit or something. It, it doesn't have anything to do with the weather or anything like that. Uh, is your neighborhood in Greenland? Is your neighborhood association? Is it in Greenland, Beta? I want to go move to it, Beta. Uh, oh no, he's like talking about asses or something in there because <laughs> he's getting a little horny. But, uh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> baby, baby, what's five plus five? Baby. Beavis, help me more homework here, Beavis. What five for five? Beavis, help me. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it seems like the IQ level has really, really, really gone down here. Well, I'm not yeah. really. My IQ's 88. So. 88. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's what I tell everybody. So. All right. Well, I mean, heck. Why, if you if you're like most people, use only ten percent of your brains here. That's what nearly nine IQ points. That's getting a lot of exercise, right? My IQ eighty-eight because I always have the calls on my mind. <laughs> okay. Well, have yeah. an IQ fourteen here. You know, I mean. <laughs> No, he's out here. Uh, you, you, there, there's all sorts. There's all sorts in this movement here, and someone will say, "Well, Martin, you're you're letting your show go downhill," and that may very well be somewhat correct because I'm a little bit, well, I'm a little bit tired myself here. I may, uh, I may go ahead and I'm trying to let the show go on until. Uh, Oh, hey, I, hey! I got a question for you before you leave. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, what do you think about uh, people that refuse to do anything for their race? Just like, I mean, what is your opinion on this? Well, like I mean, most people, most people refuse to do anything for anything other than themselves. Most time, most people don't even are able to do anything for themselves here. So, <laughs> you you realize. 
you realize is that when you are looking at the common herd, 80% of them are absolutely useful, useless for anything else other than, well, most of them are pretty well worthless to begin with here. Uh, pretty well, much like, you know, pretty well, pretty well is that. Excuse me, there, the, thing, the, thing, the, thing that's done, the thing that's always done here is done by less than 5% of the population. And you got to realize of that 5%, uh, four out of five are altogether co opted or bought off by Zog Babylon because there's very few there's very few alphas running around uh, who are able to think for themselves who are able to do for themselves so as far as as far as uh, the vast majority of people you know shoot enough to have them not do something uh wrong i mean you know not do something that they shouldn't be doing so well, in case uh, on here no dick was a uh, uh talking about me because uh, I drink and I smoke more than anybody in the calls that I know of. So Okay. You, I, you drink, you smoke, you burp, and you fart more than everybody else on the calls, too. Yeah, don't forget, I, don't, forget I, don't forget the burp, the belching and the farting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm out here on yeah. the front lines, you know, while everybody else just like, downloads or sits in the chat. I'm out here on the front lines of the phone. But uh Hey Beavis, how's that homeowners association going? Well uh well we're if you've been paying attention, you know, on of the following this show plus over at whitetrashradio.weebly.com. But uh we're down here on the Mason Dixie line, almost in good old Dixie here. We got uh eighty eight acres and we're circling the trailers. So Yeah, did you get anyone to move in yet? Yeah, well hey, maybe you know, you know, we got the holes dug. Those are for free. But if you want anything better it's be Y O T. Bring your own word. You, me, Beavis. You, me, and fourteen other men out the same house, Beavis. <laughs> My name <laughs> is. I don't know who you're talking to. I don't see anybody else here on the line. But. I want to live with you. I want to live with you and fourteen other men, Beavis. Same house. You, me, and 14 of the best men there are. I want 14 vegetarians. You, me, and 14 veggies, okay? So, I don't know what you were saying in there, but the other day, I got drunk and I dyed my ass cubes blowing, so I don't know if uh, that counts, you know? Of unacceptable over there on the sparrow. Hey, Marty. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's not the name you go by. Uh, would you move into a house with <clears throat> a bunch of other single guys? Uh, well, I don't need to. I don't need to do that because I got a number of my own houses. No. Well, what? Well, like what I was saying is, you just get like a 
trailer and put it into, like, uh, the middle of nowhere. And, like, usually the chicks go for that. So that's what I've been trying to promote. So, you know, it could be a hole or a trailer. I feel more comfortable. I feel more comfortable when I have another man within ten feet sleeping within ten feet of me, Beavis. And what what do I do then? Well well if it's a guy that looks like uh you know, uh, Michael Bolton, which you know He's blonde, he's pure Aryan, so that would be pretty tight, I guess. But, uh, yeah, also, you know, uh, I got more ink than anybody else out there that I know of in the calls, too. So, just wanted to put that out there, too. You don't really, you don't really like, you don't really like this guy you call Beavis, do you, Norman? Well, I want to know. I heard Beavis wrote a book. I heard he wrote a book. I want to read it. Beavis, look, did you write your book? Your your book that's going to take over the world, Beavis. Where's your book? Yeah. Well, I figured since uh, there's already. You know, the audio of all the explosives and stuff, and people been uh, really uh, taking that interest out there, and that's why there's so much happening. You know, everything's blowing up and shit. So, you know, uh, all the work's really been done because, you know, with all the, all that neat, you know, there's people waiting anxious to do stuff, they just need to have more propaganda available to them. There's just not enough of that. Roommates from the realm of the library. That's what's going to do it. Freedom in the realm of the library. We're going to come up with ideas and nobody's heard before. Well, I just got to want to know. I greatly greatly doubt. I greatly doubt in a library you're going to come up with ideas nobody ever heard before. no, no, no. I found, I found comes out. up with ideas that no one's heard of before that are going to destroy the U.S. government. Okay, you got to listen to his genius uh, ideas. Well, you know, I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, Western Oregon and Western Washington, that is something I never heard of about, like, the Northwest. Nobody's ever, you know, noticed it. That part of the country is somewhere where you could put a trailer, you know, and uh, just kind of you live can, out you there. You can put a trailer. You can put a trailer in a number of places here. Yeah, uh, they used see. to be. They used to be to where you could buy a lot of these shipping containers. And I was listening to Harold Covington's show, uh, Radio Free Northwest. You had a young tard who was talking well, about well, shipping off, well, you know, dropping a shipping container. Uh, with all sorts of stuff that would cost about fifty thousand, you know, way, 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 way into the great north, you know, great northern waste of Canada. And the answer is, how in the world are they going to get a shipping container 
any such place or any such you know area? And the answer is they're not. So yeah, but what I'm talking about what I'm talking about specifically though there is that uh, horrible Harold Covingstein never you know promoted the Northwest Front or anything like that. There's never been any discussion about that like decades ago. This is all new ideas. So, well, you know, he, you know, he does, he does promote it. I, you know, I don't have a problem with it. If anybody's willing to, uh, if anybody's willing to do that or to work with it, why they can't? I have a different program. I believe that the empire is doomed. Well, but but you have to understand something, okay? Um, uh, Venus here is is like the queen bee. You see, insects have royalty, and yeah, and Venus is a queen bee. And so, and, and we we therefore must have royalty too, because queen, you know, bees and humans are the same. And and uh, well, so I don't he, think he bees and humans are the same. But, but, well, but they are, and 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 he wrote the book that's going to save our race, and and that's why he's the, the queen. Well, the king actually. Okay, and you'd be the queen, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks that, but uh, but I'm not gonna, you know, uh, take Bill Rice's woman away. I'm not that kind of guy. Uh, who, who is Bill Rice? Yeah, Bill Rice over at Midas Tight. He rushed oh, okay. that. Okay, <laughs> huge show. Might, yeah, Midas Tight as opposed to not being bright. Uh, is that the name? Is Midas right? I have heard that name before. Uh, yeah, it's, they, pretty, it's pretty big. Because, hey, I want to I wanna ask. I want to ask the Queen Bee how he's writing his book. Yeah, it's pretty huge, man. So, hey, hey, I want to ask you, Pastor. Would, would you write? Would you read a book that was written in honey? Like, if all the letters were in honey, would you read it? Uh, I doubt. I doubt uh, I've heard of any letters being made in honey. I mean, don't that honey sort of sort of flow quite a bit? I, I have my doubts here. These such things as possible. That's a that's a pretty good question. I'll, well, I'll, actually, a house a house full of fourteen men work carefully to make sure that it it, it becomes legible. They they work with the queen bee. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be a whole lot easier just to simply use a pencil and a piece of paper? Uh, well, not if you're Queen Bee. <laughs> well, I guess here. Uh, anyway, I think I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and lie another five minutes, and I'm going to go back to what I want to talk about. All right. Well, uh, when's, the, yeah. when's, the, when's, the, when's the book coming out, Beavis? Beavis, I want it written in honey. <laughs> okay, Queen Bee Beavis? Well, Queen Bee Beavis. I'll put some, like, honey on my, my dick for you there. Uh, no dick. Right? So, uh... You two don't like each other, do you? I, I'm a fan of his writing. Beavis. I'm just... When are, you, when are you bringing out your book, Beavis? I want to. I want to see your book. It's an unprecedented book. Come on, Beavis. It's, be, it's the, the greatest military manual in history, Beavis. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just 
you know, uh, it's just too expensive for me, and it kind of, like, makes me feel bad that I can't come up with such great ideas like the Northwest Front again uh, and shit like that and, you know, uh, and tell people to do things that I don't do, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of blown away. So my head's starting to hurt. I got to need to crack open another case of paps here, so... I'll go ahead and let you go there, Maury. 88. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, like I'm, let me know when that book comes out. I'm, I'm going to buy it, Beavis. I'm going to be the first one in line for that book. Okay? We're going to take over the world, man. Okay? 1988. You'll be hitting the store soon. Yes. Revolution is coming soon. Okay. Well, the last half hour was so so fucked hearted. But somewhat somewhat I'm I'm beginning to wonder if you know, say so I haven't had my leg or something else pulled. They like very well allowed free speech. Although a lot of times free speech can be pretty well inane. So anyway, we're gonna take about three or four or five minute break and we'll be back in about three or four or five minutes. And I'll go ahead and talk about something else. <laughs> Anything else. We'll be back. Hail victory.
John did all incredible timing. It wasn't just uh, everything that Janae was mentioning. How about the families were his pal? So he went ahead and made a deal to set. But he threatened judges three, a jury slapped on Al Fifi. So Al's gonna be my dick, bigger best. Fuck, fuck you up. Yeah, Bravo, fuck you up. If you don't obey the dirty juice command, so fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebelling while you can. I'm going to go on my name, Glenn, right? It's awesome, over again. But don't give me a bag full of Zogbox. A little weedle of a bit of The colostomy bag's name is E.N.N. So I'll fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. If you don't obey the dirty juice command. So I'll fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebeller while you can. I used to know a buff named Visser, I just met you little who was going after mouth with lion ride. A mom, not niggly molester, a pissed with bottom chester, not a single one of them was very bright. So I'll go fuck you up, yes, I'll go fuck you up, if you don't obey the dirty juice command. Song fuck you up, yes I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebeller while you can. Okay, well, folks, uh, you know, both uh, guest number thirty-seven seems to have a problem with white and narco radio. And why narco radio? I don't know if he's really that stupid, or really if he's just having a bit of fun with me. But really, after about twenty, thirty, maybe forty minutes of that, there comes a time to where guess what? It's not going to get any better. Uh, and so you let the tards have their say. And so you know, it's time. To, it was time, really past time for me to. Uh, come back and get things done here. So anyway, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at. Uh, well, I'm looking at the front here. Let's see. I was. Uh, you know, the bowel movement. The bowel movement is never going to mount anything because hey, it's just got well, you know, niggers and mamsers and 
Jews and Zogbot cards and all sorts of critters. So, hey, you can't build anything with such with such people in it here. Anyway, I was looking. You only got one computer, and that's Dell number one, which is working. I got the other one recording The Walking Dead, and then, you know, Shiba number three. Well, I'm having problems getting uh, using the Tor browser. Like I explained before, I, uh, you know, all about a week or so ago, the uh, the internet wouldn't work, so I called the uh, I called the cable company, and we went through the we went through that here since I had to pull the had to pull the you know the plug on the modem, then pulled the plug on the router. Basically, we went ahead and reinitialized both the modem and the router, and it worked here. And I said, oh, by the way, I can't get talks, you know, this uh, program called TalksU.com. So the guy on the other end said, well, hey, guess what? Uh, I can't get on it either. So, folks, it's not so much the pisser possum. Uh, I used to think it was pisser possum was after me. It's not. But as a result, I have to use a Tor browser. Well, sometimes that works very well with my... Uh, Works very well with my uh, AVG. Sometimes it doesn't. So anyway, uh, what is going on among other things? As I was listening to, I was looking at Rams Paul, and heck, uh, Rams Paul. Rams Paul was having another fight here with Andre the Nigger. Uh, he doesn't really like Andre the Nigger at all, and I don't really blame. Him. I mean, shoot, Andre the Nigger. You know, four years ago, you know, it's always been a nigger. You ain't nothing but a nigger. I mean, the critter looks like a nigger. I mean, that's because he looks like a, he looks, well, he looks like, well, he looks like got a good deal of nigger in him. And you know, four years ago, he was running around with a, you know, underage gookus. And so here's Rams Paul, and he's saying the white nationalism is a cult. And Rams Paul believes you know, believes is that somehow somehow critters like Andre the Nigger have taken over quote white nationalism. And I got room I got news for old uh Rams Paul. I got I got uh, you know news for Rams Paul. Uh folks the battle movement has always been filled with Jews and Mongols and Wiggers and Niggers and all sorts of critters. For example, here's James Wickster, Wick the Dick. He goes ahead and he brings in, he goes ahead and brings in this uh, Ashkenazi Melungeon named Dan Johns in 1999, and Dan Johns brings in this Chicago Sephardic Jew boy named Eli James in 2003, and then the Pistol Possum shows up until tail end of 2004 or early 2005. And then here comes back old nigger lips Brian Rio, and here, then comes old you know, Rabbi William Finch. Folks, the bowel movement has always been, you know, owned here. There used to be, back in 1976, called the Dugella Report, and the Dugella Report report you said is that, hey, guess what? Everybody in the movement was either a Jew or a homosexual or a Jew homosexual and a Zogmot. Everybody, everybody in the bowel movement is messed up. And I believe that's 
you know, pretty much the case here. I mean, you know, even someone like myself, you know, got a few, you know, I mean, I got a rather vindictive nature. You know, I really like the way things are going. I like the way that Donald Trump is destroying the Republican Party. I tell people that, you know, shoot, you know, listen, you know, listen to the Jew boys. The Jew boys admit Donald, you know, Trump is not a Jew hater. Now, they'll bitch, you know, okay, he's, he's encouraging anti-Semites here. Anyway, folks, I need to take a break here. Need to, you know, Rams Paul in the neck here? I don't know. Uh, I heard that he's 1% Jew, 1% or 2% Jew, which means he's part of spawn the Satan here. Anyway, folks, I'm going to take a quick break here, and we will be back in a minute here. Hold on.
Okay, I was, you know, I mean, folks, I was, I was looking at this Breitbart, you know, commercial, and this Rams Paul, he, he's like a lot of people, he thinks that Andre the Nigger, Andre the Nigger, or Don Black, or David Duck, or whatever, uh, thinks that, you know, David Duck, and Don Black, and Andre the Nigger is the bowel movement, and make cases why they are the biggest you know, they're the biggest tards and the biggest thought in the bowel movement. So it's quite understandable with, uh, you know, with uh, Rams Paul said white nationalism is a cult here. Two years ago, it's been nearly two years ago, when Trader Glenn Miller, so-called Lumbee Melungeon white nationalists, went and gunned down, went and gunned down, what, oh, three Mongols in the Jew parking lot, I said, with white supremacists like that, I just assume he knows that the white nationalist knows that. I just assume he knows the white supremacist, even though I'm not really a white supremacist. Because, you know, while I do think, uh, you know, even the stupidest white man is better than, you know, niggers or beaners or the rest of them here. I mean, I just view them as animals, beasts of the field, literally. Still, still, uh, still, I mean, people think of, you know, David Duck and Don Black and Andre the Nigger, even though he's a nigger, you know, as being a, quote, white supremacist here, or a white nationalist. And so people get a little bit all annoyed about it. Anyway, old Rams Paul was yapping, and he came up with this one to an establishment conservative's guide to the alt-right. And, folks, the term alt-right is now, is now pretty well pretty well the name that the liberal Uyghurs, you know, the FPLC, the ADL, the uh, conservatives, that's what they all call us here. Everybody who has a webpage and who has some ability is now, quote, alt-right. Now, you know, folks, usually, I, you know, every time I hear the term alt-right, I'm thinking of Richard Spencer or Greg Johnson or something. I'm thinking of, you know, I'm sorry, but every time I hear the word alt-right, I think of faggots here. Alt-right faggots. <laughs> Is there an alt no moderate? I don't know here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and folks, I, you go ahead and look at Kyle Hunt here. I mean, I, I go ahead and look. You know, I mean, I, I've, seen, I've seen back in the day, before that, you used to have a BBS here. You, you would have 300 baud modems here. Uh, probably the best one was literally called the Volksmodem. It would put a, one of them black plastic AT&T headsets here. You know, and you, it, would, it would mark it in, and it would mark it. It would sort of set it right in, you know, right in. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the old-fashioned the old AT&T Ma Bell AT&T black you know, sometimes sometimes you'd have them. Uh, if you had some more money here, you get a white plastic or even pink plastic here. I guess maybe you sold enough Mary Kay cosmetics here, but mostly they were black. 
you know, I, you know, I, I, if if you uh, if you had a telephone before 1984 when they broke up Ma Bell, you know they they you know, they used to you know black plastic you know telephones. I mean, look if you're if you're 50 years old or so here, you wouldn't really know what I'm talking about. You know, but that that was you know that was what only 35 you know 30 years ago. 32 years ago, something like that, and it would it would literally fit. You know, this was when, let me see, when did the IBM PC came out? Probably in 1982 or something like that, with an 8088 or 8086. And then, you know, here comes 1991, 1992. They have a 286, and they had a 386 computer. And the 486, then the Pentium, then the Pentium 2, then the Pentium 3, then the I forget what you know, what number it is now. Here now it's I core and all this, you know, I5 or whatever. Way back when, way back when, my first computer was February of 1993, and you know back then they had what, uh, you know, 1994, uh, what a a fast modem here was a what twelve hundred baud modem, internal modem, and then a fourteen four, and then a fifty six k, and then you know then you know then there was broadband. This is dial up, okay? So why can't <laughs> to people shut down talks to you? Well, why would you want talks to you shut down here? If it wasn't for if it wasn't for talks to you, you tars would have no fun. But anyway, you have these Breitbart people, and they're talking about guide to the alt right, and it's the specter of the alt right. And folks, what it is is it's you know some of you nimbus retards are really you're alt right. You're, you're what they're thinking of as alt right trolls here. Now I don't really consider myself alt right. You know I consider myself, you know, being a real, you know, dual seed mind Christian identity. I I don't consider myself to be alt right at all. But you'd have some people say, well, yes, he's alt right here. He he's nice to Nimbus retards. He's nice to the four channers. He's nice to all these other retards here. For the worst dregs of human society, anti-Semites. No, they mean by anti-Jew. White supremacists. Well, I don't think consider myself the dregs of society. Other members of the sperm fart front set here. Uh, they, a lot of them call sper, you know, sperm fags.
Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean to I, I mean to the Republican establishment or to the liberal figure establishment. I guess you could say I would to them I'd be a alt right, but I don't consider myself to be alt right. But does it matter here? I mean, you know, you're considering a number of things here. But anyway, the term alt right. You know, I've heard the term for a while, and really it's to this here blog with Twinker, Twinker, I call him Twinker Colin Liddell, and Greg Johnson, and I sort of like Greg Johnson here. He writes a number of things, but, you know, I mean, really it's it's sort sort of way out there. I don't really consider myself to be, quote, alt-right, because usually every time I hear the term alt-right, I go ahead and add faggot. Sort of like Andre the nigger, I go ahead and think of niggers, faggots, and, you know, Filipino uh, whores and conched Ethiopian skanks, you know, 13-year-old conched Ethiopian skanks and shit like that here. I mean, I'm not, I'm not big on that. But to a sense of the Republican establishment here, well, hey, this talks to you thing is alt-right. This forum of mine is alt-right. Sperm fart is alt-right. Even though, it's, you know, I wouldn't call it alt-right. But anyway, looking at this here, <laughs> years after we did, well... I mean, I don't know. I, I'll share. You know, if you got a link here to old uh, Kyle Cunt exposing Andre the nigger, I mean, yeah, shoot, everybody. <laughs> I was with a Colin Twinker Liddell here about three, four months ago. He was asking, "Why does Andre look so much like a high yellow?" Well, because he's a nigger. About a year or so ago, here's old Wolfwitz Welling Wallstein, and he said. Andre has a weird-shaped head. Well, yes, he has a head shaped like a nigger. You know what I mean? <laughs> but going on, it is saying on this Breitbart, you know, commercial that the number of column inches generated by the alt-right is testament to their cultural punch. No one's been able, you know, appeal and you know without desperate caveats and virtue signaling to readers folks when 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 pretty well the old Jude media by the way newsweek died a couple of years ago and then was taken over by the by a blog called the daily beast Folks, even the Jude media here, essentially the the old style printed paper here, has become internet. And every time you go ahead and you go to be at the American Conservative or the New York Times or anything, you have these pop up ads trying to sell you shit. Facebook is trying to sell you shit. So essentially, everywhere you go, you have new things. Essentially, the entire you know the entire 
what, Jews media has gone to the Internet, and they go ahead and they see what they call the alt-right. Well, I wouldn't call the alt-right, but what they call the alt-right. And they see that it's already done. Now, you know, in many cases, I have seen, you know, Renegade's Tribune with a good deal like Andre the Nigger of the Daily Spermer. The ads are sort of the same, although the you know the Daily Spur don't have that much ads, so you wonder where do they get the money for it. You go and look with the National Alliance; it's pretty well, you know, it's pretty well. Oh, you know the the four hundred thousand dollars nineteen eighty four Zog bucks here, order Zog bucks here, is pretty well gone, and they're just living off of what they can steal. Or maybe have the third party loss that are pay a little bit for, you know, for to keep it running. But most cases, most cases, everything seems to have pretty well, you know, pretty well died out. Essentially, the entire, the entire juice media has gone internet, and since it's gone internet. Okay, I'm about to, I'm about to go to uh, meet the Union Press here. Do, 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 do. Now it's time for meet the Union Press. Ah, a Jewess. Well, meet, you know, meet the union press. Folks, there is, you know, really, really when you look at here, be it, be it, you know, be it the Jews media. The Jews media can't really take down the quote alt-right because in many cases, the Jews media has bits and pieces of the, essentially it's just really nothing more than the Internet. It's not really anything that anybody really pays much attention to. Men my age, men my age got to where we got so disgusted at the Jews papers, we got to where we would not, you know, actually read them. Now, I, I, I take a subscription to the local Jews paper because, well, it annoys me. But I do want to find out what essentially locally I need to know here. But uh, And I do have a, oh, I do have a subscription to the Jupiter Glob, the Sunday subscription. Essentially, they sell it to me for $10 a month. And I get a Sunday and holiday paper paper. But most of the time, I go look on it uh, online. Pretty well, let's see, 21 years ago, I got on the Internet. And essentially now, the communication is all Internet, be it Skype. 
in anything here. I mean, you know, pretty well cell phone. Is, isn't it sort of like voice over internet protocol? Pretty well the internet has in many cases supplanted or taken over for everything. So as a result, with this alt-right, now in the case of Daily Spermer, Andre the Nigger's uh, nonsense, the internet has taken over really everything. So in many cases, you know, the appetite, the appetite looking for, uh, I'll look at CNN. You know, they're talking about the 70s and then talking about the 80s and, you know, about television. But it wasn't until, what, MTV came out in 1984, 1985 here, and, you know, Turner, CNN or something like that, till cable took started to, you know, take over. But, hey, there used to be three major networks, you know, the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the NBC owned by, well, a Jew who used to run RCA, CBS, you know, and ABC, you know, Ashkenazi Broadcasting Corporation, and, you know, public television with PBS. And then you had more fragmentation of the audience. So as a result, you have fragmentation and on this alt right, and you had, you had, uh, you have old Rams Paul. He gets annoyed. He says, "I really never was anything other than somebody who had a video camera. Who essentially almost never does he have a fifteen minute video. Almost never does he have a ten minute video. Most of the time, he has what about a seven or eight, maybe a nine minute video." He does it very, very, very tightly, sort of like Carol Covington does. So, you know, this you know, this five bar says the alt right is a movement born out of useful you know, use, useful subversive underground edges of the internet. Four chan and eight chan are hubs of the alt right activity, and that's true. And Nimbus Retard is, is sort of like a hub where essentially they are affiliated with four chan and eight chan. I put up, I put up with these two tards, essentially having a little bit of fun on my show. Because A, I was a bit tired, and B, you know, I didn't have anything particularly you know, prepared other than detailing the lawlessness here. Folks, as you have more and more and more and more and more chaos, you're going to have more and more and more fractionalization. And you're going to have less and less and less ability with fractionalization to get anything done. I listened to that goofy bitch Hillary, that evil, stupid, evil bitch Hillary. I listened to that Tommy Jew boy Bernie Sanders. I listened to Lion, Lion Cheating Ted. I listened to Pussy Pollock Kasich. I listened to Donald Trump. I would say Donald Trump has the most grasp on reality of all of the, all of the other tards combined, Democrat and Republican. 
But regardless, every single one of them seems to have a want or a belief that as president, he's going to be able to do something. And what I see is more and more and more and more and more fractionalization. I see less and less and less ability to accomplish anything. And since there's less and less and less ability to accomplish anything, Nothing's going to be done. Folks, if they, you know, you've, you've had what? Let me see. Since 1980-something here, the first of the Ronald Reagan, this is what? Oh, 19, 1980 is what? 36 years away? 1981? 1983, 1984, it's what? Oh, 32 years ago? And as a result, if the if the very wealthy, you know, cannot or will not pay taxes here, where are they going to get the money from the poor to pay them? And the answer is they're not. So what what I see is I see, you know, I mean, folks, everybody goes there and sees Zog Babylon as a big monolith. And it is. But what I see is more and more and more and more chaos. Here is Breitbart, which is somewhat edgy, you know, pretty well as so-called semi-right-wing, not really establishment, but compared to what they call the alt-right, I guess that would be establishment. But here's Breitbart, and he is talking to Rams Paul, who is a sort of affiliated with the bowel movement, and Rams Paul's clucking and fussing about Andre the nigger angly. As if Andre the nigger angly means something. Does he? To me, it doesn't. I mean, to me, it just looks like, well, why are are people listening to essentially, I think, you know, I, I, I sort of think that Andre the nigger is only Sperber, you know, the 4chan, 8chan tards, the ones making fun of Kai, you know, Kai Cunt, Sydney Ann, and the rest of the tards here. I saw, you know, Andre Nigger, I mean, I, I do go over there. I do go there usually once every two days, sometimes as often as once a day. See, what the hell, what the hell are them two boys over at Andre? I, I sort of think that, uh, you know, the Daily Show, we, when you used to have this Jew named John Stewart or Leibovitz or whatever the hell the Jew boy's name was, and they got taken over by a South African nigger, who I don't know anything about here. I don't think the nigger's very funny. But what happened to all them Jew writers here? I think, I think they went over to Andre the nigger angling, and they're getting paid for it here. I don't know. But when you look at pretty well American media is fractured. All the other fractured. And one should not be surprised. You know, you have no sponsor. Well Morty Morty has no sponsor either. Spencer has a sponsor. Greggy Johnson doesn't really have 
that big a sponsor either here. <laughs> All they want. <laughs> Guest number 36. Uh, yes, I'm tired. Yes, I am not. I am not. Oh, concentrating. How's that? Does that please you? So, Spencer Ishe, well, yeah. I was just, I was just, I was just looking at this time last, you know, this time last week I was, oh, trying to get a little bit of sleep, getting ready, and I, you know, I mean, essentially, I, you know, I had to, well, I had to go ahead and drive quite a bit. I got a lot of mileage in, you know, put a lot of mileage on doing. I did get them things done. I need to go ahead and get some other things done today. So I may very well call the break pretty soon here. Oh, they beg for shaker. Folks, if you want to send them money, send them money. I would. This show, I don't ask for money. Because A, I don't need your money. And B, I don't think I want it. I did. I did cash a check for thirty-five dollars from Mona Montgomery. She sent me another check for a hundred. I don't think I ever cashed it. I don't know where the hell I put it. You know, I'm not like a Jew boy, a nigger nose Jew boy here who wants to have a big ass old boat here in Panama, you know, City, Florida. Either now, I got a kayak. I got I got a few old rafts from what thirty years ago. <laughs> styrofoam wraps here. You can't buy them styrofoam logs anymore. They did away with they did away with the styrofoam logs. Just be able to prevent you from taking. How tall are you? Uh. <laughs> Uh, I was I was at the bank. I don't know if you ever noticed this here, but at the, the banks here, they will have at the doors they will have a tape measure, starting at you know, you know, a couple inches less than five feet. Every single time, every single time I go, you know, through there here, I just wind myself up here, and I'm uh, six foot two. You know, of course, usually by the time I get there, it's what oh. This afternoon, I've been up for a couple hours. I mean, probably when I wake up in the morning, I'm six foot two and a half, and then by the time, then by the time I get down and get around over to the ocean, do some banking on Friday, around four or five or five thirty. Well, I'm only I'm only what six foot, not quite six foot two. 
I'm I'm not I'm not a six foot two. Six foot two and a half, something like that. I've seen plenty of tards here who four inches taller than me and they claim to be six foot two. Okay? Uh let's see. Never comment on Rams Paul. I go ahead and I look at Rams Paul. He's fussing over under the nigger. Rams Paul takes Andre the nigger seriously. That means you're fucked up. You're taking Andre the nigger seriously. I don't know why anybody takes Andre the nigger seriously. I mean, Andre the nigger is, well, A, a nigger, and B, <laughs> he, he, he's a messed up mongrel who uh, four years ago was, you know, was running after what? Filipino, you know, Filipinas jailbait? Two years ago, still, you know, gloating, you know, you know, lusting over 13-year-old Ethiopian contites. Was an open anti-racist activist four years ago. Does anybody believe that Andre the Nigger has changed? I sure as hell don't. Well, why should you? Okay. Folks, I, I don't recognize you join any group. Anybody who listens to me, I urge them to think for themselves. I urge them. The money, I mean, I, I always wonder here, why does anybody go to uh, Jewett Taylor? Why does anybody go to these stupid meetings here? Don't they have, don't they have, I mean, you can get a $300, you can get a $300 or even a $250 computer. And every single one of them, you know, $250, what, Dells or Compacts or Hewlett Packards or whatever, every single one of them have a little, have a little, uh, what, oh, have a little camera, have a little uh, built-in camera. Hell, I have a, I have, I bought me two, you know, Generation 7 Kindle Fires, one for $50, and, you know, number, Kindle number four I bought for, what, $37. And they not only have a video camera, they have two of them. And you can, you know, take video with it here. On your Kindle... And maybe you could even buy a stupid keyboard for the damn thing if you want to. Why in the world does anybody need what was having the internet and having a two dollar and ninety nine cent Skype connection? Why should anyone? Why should anyone? Bother with me. Can't you go ahead and oh shoot, show your face if you want to? Show your voice? Now I had two cards early on tonight. And I found them sort of foolish. 
Well, hey, I thought it was useful to have them on and talking. I didn't mind having them on and talking at all. Now, with these, with these, uh, with these, uh, what, little web cameras here on all these computers? I go ahead and I buy one of these. Uh, I don't know if you see these here little clips here. You get, you get about a dozen of them for a dollar. I either have a piece of electrician's tape or I have one of them there little clips here on every single one of them damned uh, movie cameras because I don't want a dog looking at me. Sitting in my underwear. Not that I'm in my underwear. I got, you know, essentially I got some khaki shorts and a flannel shirt on right now. But you know what it is. I mean, why why would you want to have Zog to keep an eye on you here? You know, now probably Zog does and is keeping an eye on me. Well, why would you want to enable them to do that? Well, folks, you don't need to go to these conferences. I don't see why they don't live stream every single one of them. Okay? <laughs> oh, he's admitted. He's amazed. One or two or three percent Jew boy. Don't really bother me, unlike Rabbi Fink here, who's a hundred percent Jew boy. Why Rams Paul doesn't want to get into CI dentistry. I think he's right about that. I don't think if you listen to what, what was Wayne Wallstein or uh anybody else here. Folks, I am I'm going to take another break. And I'm going, you know, I'm not going to lay down. I'm going to go ahead and listen and comment on what's going on on Meet the Union Press here. So we will be back in a few. Hail Victory.
I sometimes find Utah's rather hilarious here, really. Really. I think you're sort of I think you're sort of well amusing much of the time. You know, guest number thirty six and Corn Kai Kwai, I think they're them two are two tars who are going to have some mouth with each other. But, you know, be that as it may. <laughs> be that as it may here. I'm going to uh I'm go ahead and meet the, you know, look at the rest of the meet the Eden press here and then I'm gonna probably call it you know, call it night here. But I really, I was really looking at old Rams Paul whining and pissing and moaning, pretending that Andre the nigger messed up. Now, folks, it's not like this show. It's just simply a tard corral. It's it's something of, by, and for tards. It's nothing serious. It's nothing for real. All it is is just simply, well, you know, tards. Rand Paul, actually, I mean, but, but on the other hand, they all got a blog on Blogspace, which is Google. And anytime Google wants to shut it down, Google can't. You know, I've learned the hard way, you know, about with Brian Real. Now, oh, by the way, you know, talking about Brian Real, I went and called on the 1st of April and asked uh, the Lake County stocking clerk or whatever whether whether or not old nigger lips had responded within the 10 days to my written objections, which were timely filed. And they said, no, no, old nigger lips hadn't responded to that. So, hey, I think old nigger lips is learning is that, hey, you can lie like crazy, but when it comes time to justifying justifying it doesn't really amount to anything. You know what I mean? So anyway, I need to go ahead and respond today. Okay, new pooper dog. Pooper dog pooper dog's laying right in the middle of my bed here. I want to lay down because I'm tired and lazy. Tired and lazy. I want to meet, meet, you know, look at, meet the Uden Press. Let's see. Let's just go ahead and click. Scurry, little bastard. Scurry, scurry, little black bastard. See, he knows daddy weighs. Now, he weighs 20 pounds. Daddy weighs 250 pounds. Daddy can crush a little bastard here pretty easy. All right, well, lay down, lay down. You know, hey. Grabs a little flea bag. What he'll do is he'll crawl underneath the covers. He'll crawl underneath the covers and growl at me when I move them. There's a nigger here looking by insurance. That's nice. A nigger with a shirt and tie. Hmm. Met life. Well, they're talking about, you know, at least you didn't press about Trump's bad week and they're fussing and pissing them all. They all hate Trump. They really do. You know, Trump's able to read a bowel statement. Trump understands that, guess what, dog is fucked, that the empire isn't making sense, that essentially people are being mined for it, that lawlessness is increasing. You know, it's increasing at the very top, you know, no less. 
No, hurry up. Yeah, hurry up. I don't want to watch advertising from that life. Anyway, old nigger lips, uh, the uh, clerk, the clerk went ahead and told the nigger lips had to spot it. And essentially, the big titted, pea brained uh, judge, you know, Adrian F. Foster, was going to come up with a essentially decision as to whether or not to continue with the bullshit. Yeah, maybe Adrienne, you know, with her big tits or pea brain or even less knowledge of law will figure out don't look good here. We'll see. Yeah, tomorrow, Tuesday, is the Wisconsin primary, and it looks like Trump's going to win. Dave Brooks, two boy, two eight strong. Conservative talk radio. Hammering poor old Trump in the Badger State with the cheese hats. Oh, the Jew boy's happy because Trump's going to get whooped by the chief heads. Oh, great stall eagles. Some gambling. Old Chuck Tard. I call him Fuck Tard. How's that? It said Chuck Tard, Fuck Tard. <laughs> so Chuck Tard called Fuck Tard. Well, now let me see. It's a little, it's a little manager's skank, a little manager's skank. I don't know what the hell her name is. She's a little, you can tell she's Anglo Mestizos. Manager's skank, young manager's skank. He said nobody wins. Well, hey, which I understand, Donald Trump is not a racist. He's not a Jew hater, but he is the best thing to tear apart the Republican Party, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. 
Oh, the generals are appalled at Donald because the Donald doesn't want a war. You know, they, the generals, they want a war, which, well, they will lose. Gotta have more and more and more wars, which, well, guess what? Don't even have enough sense to win. Oh, they're all, they're scared to peg on because Donald Trump is not going to let them have wars to lose. Donald Trump says he's going to be, you know, friendly to old Vladimir Putin. So guess what? No fight with with the Russians. Donald Trump is talking about not letting Apple sell all these here shit, you know, China made shit. So maybe there would be a war with China. Looks, I'm tired. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, tonight. This show is going on for at least half hour more to shut up. So, if you want to look, if you want to look at reality TV, I'd I recommend watching The Walking Dead. And if you want to. Uh, well, I'm going to call it a night because I'm tired. I should have gone to bed a half hour ago. Anyway.
and who, who got it on The Walking Dead? Oh, okay. Looks like Don showed up. Heck, I got a full house here. I'm tired as heck here. I need to call in night. All right, folks. I pretty well am tired. Uh, I need to. Uh, oh, I need to file one. Essentially, the most I need to file against the old nigger list, Brian Rio, is you know he's wanting he's wanting to force me to, well, show up in front of this here little faggot, uh, Magistrate Judge Kenneth Roll, make me waste money. Went all the way to Lake County. You know, he's gone ahead and made a whole bunch of motions here. He filed one for motion for a more definite statement, then motion to go ahead and strike something or another else here that I'd already wrote. And that's all he does. You know, Brian Real isn't particular intelligent here. But he doesn't really know much of the law. He's just this, essentially just a vexatious litigant. But on the other hand, the courts are, crook, are crooked here. So then I also need to file uh, an appellate brief from the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals. And what that's going to boil down to is, hey, you know, do we have rule of law or not? Well, if we don't, we don't. If we do, we do. I don't worry about stuff like that too much. But I did pay $505, or my church did, so hey. You know, need to go ahead and settle down and do some writing, and I'm supposed to come by again tomorrow. So, anyway, that's what I'm going to do. Anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and say hail victory, may Yahweh bless, and good night. <laughs> Why, clad in black, are we? Hi-yah-yah-ho. And we'll stamp out drug tyranny. Hi-yah-yah-ho. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roofs, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Adam Bell and Edith Spann, Kelly Oh, who was then the ruling man? Curie my eyes. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roofs, let the red cock crow. White men go, 
Civil War hoe. I'm the corn that swans with red blood flow. Oh, white man, there, white folks shoot. The Jews are laid low. I'm juggling next week, stop our boots to stamp out that flow. White mango, weevil, ho, on the city roof, let the red cock crow. White mango, civil war, ho, on the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Sorry. Receive a soul, love is good, high, the love of God our only me high White mango, we ho on the city roof, let the red cock grow. White mango, civil war ho on the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. We'll conquer for our cause's life. Hi-yo-yo. Our sons won't have to go and fight. Hi-yo-yo. White mango, we vote home. On the city roofs, let the red cock grow. White mango, civil war home. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.